Welcome to the Advance Born Global podcast. I'm Johanna Pittman, CEO of Advance, the non-profit organisation that shines a spotlight on the impact of outstanding global Australians. In this podcast series, we meet all 34 game changers recognised in the 2022 Global Australian Awards. These inspiring game changers generously share the story of their international career journey with us, the highlights and challenges, and what motivates them in their work. I hope you enjoy getting to know these inspiring game changers. In this episode, we meet Dr. Shafali Gupta, a 2022 game changer for her work as a molecular biologist working to eradicate plastic pollution. Shafali was recognised in the new Global Talent category, which showcases the impact of recent migrants to Australia. I was particularly moved by the courage Shafali has shown in migrating from India to Australia, as well as her career shift from research to entrepreneurship all in the last decade. Let's say you were speaking to a high school audience. How do you describe what you do and what your day-to-day looks like? Um, well, um, I'm a research scientist um, and now a co-founder of a company, a startup company based in Brisbane called UbiPack. And at UbiPack, we upcycle clean organic food waste. Uh, we take food waste and we convert it into products to replace single-time use plastics, like the coffee cup you use, to replace them. Uh, we make products, we make greener products by upcycling food waste. And and so if you were to describe what a day a day in the life of Shafali looks like at Uvu Pack, what would that be? Uh, well, um, as I said, like I'm a co-founder and co-CEO of UviPack. As UviPack is a new startup, every day is full of new and exciting challenges. And um, it just starts with a lot of meetings and like, you know, exploring different things, which I, I don't think I have dreamed of, like, you know, like business, manufacturing, etc. and so on. So it's completely unplanned. Um, yeah. And tell us, was this always, you mentioned you've trained as a research scientist and now you are running a, a startup. Was this always your goal or what did you expect you'd be doing at this point in your life? No, this was not always my goal, but I was always uh, fascinated by the new technologies around the world. And I always wanted to do something which is challenging and can have a positive impact. And that's what I'm trying to do with UiPAC. Great. And tell me, um, what in, with your day-to-day, what are some of the challenges that you face and how do you go about addressing them? <laughs> well, working full-time on something which is so different from what I studied is giving me an opportunity to learn from so many people and explore fields like business and manufacturing, as I said, uh, that I've never thought of before. So it's extremely rewarding to create a company which is not just good for the planet but also for us humans. Uh, so every challenge becomes a highlight, I guess, once I get past them. <laughs> <laughs> Give us an example of something that you find like that you, was new for you to learn that you had to get a hold of before you um, before it became a highlight, something that you've had to learn on that job. 
I think I had to get used to of having a lot of people, like meeting with a lot of people, because I am a research scientist by trade. So you don't get to meet a lot of people. We are all we are always limited to like four or five people in our daily lives, and and that also for years, continuously we get to see only those set of people. So the challenge was to kind of like meet with a lot of people, interact with a lot of people. Um, that was like you know a bit challenging for me in in, in initial days, but now it's it's good. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. fantastic. Um, what what motivates you? And and obviously that desire to be a research scientist. And you, and from reading your background, that's something that you invested a lot of time in. Um, what what drove you to want to be a research scientist? I think I think there are two different questions. Uh, so what motivates me? The way I think my brain wiring works, <laughs> I make a goal and then I just break my goals into small, easy tasks. And then I put a time frame on it, such as a week. And that's how I keep myself motivated. Also something that can have a huge impact on our planet gives you an extra boost in motivation. Uh, that's how I keep motivated myself now. But I think uh, until now, um, until I got um, a PhD, uh, until I enrolled myself as a PhD candidate at University of Queensland, uh, the biggest source of motivation was just to um, get into a foreign good university, uh, get scholarship, um, you know, do good, and just become independent. Uh, yeah, <laughs> so... Well, I don't know from where to start. <laughs> and do you feel like that independence has happened as a result of uh, studying at UQ and getting your PhD in Australia? I think to an, to a certain extent, but before this, I was um, in India, and again, I was on scholarships. So I've been on scholarships for a long time, uh, but then coming to a broad country, studying in a reputed university like University of Queensland was kind of a dream for me and it was like a dream come true yeah and tell us about that journey for you obviously you've you've been supported um through scholarships and you must have been just achieving really great marks and great results and and so but then you came to Australia and now you've um moved to Australia permanently what's that What's that journey been like for you and, and um, what are the highlights of, of that move for you? Oh, my God, that's a big question. <laughs> uh, well, um, I don't know where to start, but the journey has been challenging, I would say. Um, I won't deny it was challenging. Uh, coming from different background, um, uh, it just kind of takes a toll on you, but but kind of you feel rewarded, uh, you know, when you're doing so good, not just for yourself, as I said, like with a company like UVPAC, uh, trying to good for the, do good for the humans and for the planet. Um, so, yeah, I think it's rewarding. And the journey has been challenging. If I can just put down in single word or single sentence, um, it's just full of challenges. But that's what makes it interesting as well. <laughs> okay. You talked about your different background and tell tell us a little bit more about um, your identity and where you where, where, when you think about your different background, what you're thinking of. Uh, different background as in uh, not saying equality and equality when I say equality, it's at different level. 
<laughs> it's not like a girl trying to a lady trying to get equality in a workplace to get a high paycheck uh, but uh, it's equality in a very very small small things uh, you know like not seeing equality at any stage like at any level um, is something I call different background and uh, yeah and just trying to um understand a little bit more about what shaped your journey and and what um what what that brings to you that might be different from somebody who maybe hasn't experienced that what do you think your background brings out in your day-to-day work that maybe um you don't see others bring i think persistence uh, I, I just don't know how to give up that's it <laughs> so just keep on going and if you say no, uh, yeah, okay, I'll smile and I'll just keep doing what I want to do. That's it. Like just persist. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Uh, tell, what does it mean to you to be recognized in these Global Australian Awards as a finalist? I think we just keep going with our daily lives um, and people don't often recognize or understand how talented they are. And award like yours um, it's an appreciation for unsung, unrepresented talent. And I think that they're especially important to highlight people with different backgrounds and opportunities as they're heroes everywhere. Um, and it's just a matter of helping them shine brighter. Oh, that's... And, and when you moved to uh, Brisbane for the PhD at UQ, did you... Did you think that um, you might be recognised in this way one day by an Australian organisation? Uh, no, I'm not someone who really plans a lot. Um, so honestly, I will be starting a company here, a sustainable company, an innovative company. Um, it was not planned. It was not a part of plan. Um, I just came here as a PhD candidate, do my PhD, and then just go somewhere else, do postdoc. Uh, but kind of like, yeah. It, everything changed around me. Wow. Uh, if you were to give some advice to someone early in their career that maybe thinks of there'd be many young people that want to have a sustainable startup um, like yours, what advice would you give them? Uh, I think I'll start with um, saying, um, like, success is not like how much money or power you have. Um, success is how well you do what you do when no one else is looking and keep on doing it. Um, successful people do everything what unsuccessful people don't want to do. <laughs> so I think two things what, uh, which I want to say is, um, first, be prepared for a lot of rejection. As I said earlier, uh, when people say no, 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 you know you're going to get it. Mm-hmm. So if you're prepared, it's not going to hurt you as much. So believe in yourself, because if you believe in yourself, the world will believe in you. And second thing, um, you only lose when you give up. If you do not give up, you will win from the most incredible positions. So the fight is really in the mind. It's, it's not physical. And as long as the mind refuses to give up, each failure, and I would like to repeat this, each failure is going to give you an opportunity to analyze yourself and grow even stronger from what you have learned. Thank you for listening to this episode. For more on global Australian game changes over the last decade, please go to our website, advance.org.